good morning. Well, I've never said that before. I know, yeah. <laughs> this is this is a this is a whole new territory for us, it, isn't it? Yeah, I'm surprised I'm awake. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um, this is the preview and paper show with Gav Mack and Alex Osborne for two at top. The I was going to say the weekly football review show, but it's it's not. It's not. It's it's, a, a, it's the it's weekly preview show. Yeah. Are we we're, we're debuting it. Are we? Are yeah, we we'll say that. We'll call that. We tried it earlier this year, but yeah, yeah. we're going to try it again. Yeah, and then next week I reckon we're going to try and put some music on. Oh yeah, well. that well. If we could do that, and then we could do it for our review shows. But I, I, I'm in a different location. I'm still banging the table. Yeah, exactly. And as you can see, Gav is already giving me place? even. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone already. Right, so, yeah, it's a preview of what's going on this weekend. There's plenty of fixtures going on, including the Manchester derby. There's also a London derby as well. Oh, let me double-check that. Yeah, yeah you're all yeah, good. Cool. Yeah, um, there's a, a, a London derby, Manchester derby, as I said before. But let's start with the, the early game. And that's kicking off in the next hour in a bit. That's yeah. uh, Liverpool versus Bournemouth. Got a few newspapers here, see what's going on, what, what they've got to say about it all. Um, they reckon Liverpool are going to start with a 4-3-3. Bournemouth, for me, I'll say that they're normally a team that, if you've had a bit of a, a bit of a bad run, Bournemouth is a decent team to play against almost, mm. isn't it? Because they're so fluid. Well, Bournemouth always seems to be, or they going on history when they've been in the Premier League, they always seem to be a team that, like gets hot for a few games mm-hmm. and then they can go cold for a few games and when you catch them in the cold period of form if you're a team who's as in Liverpool's case you've you've had quite a bit of a, a downturn in form yourself uh, in the last couple of games in Europe in the domestic cup competition and then the defeat in the league as well which caused all kinds of storm on Twitter yeah, uh, between exactly. number of clubs and fans from different uh, uh, from different divisions, even um, so, Liverpool. I think they've. Uh, I think we can agree that they've missed a couple of players, namely Henderson and Gomez, haven't they? Massive, massive um, miss. Um, Henderson has been um, the joy with Gomez. He's been coming. He's, he's come back, but like even during the week in the in the FA Cup, their defeat against Chelsea. That back four, the only person missing really was Robertson, and they still looked a bit ropey at the back. They did. They did. Uh, I, I think. It was inevitable. I mean, it was always going to happen. They were going at such a record-setting pace that really the only way that they could go down, they could go was down or just stay at that sort of that level, isn't it? Yeah. It's, I think we all forget as fans, uh, people who, who talk about the game, such as us and other broadcasters, that again, it's humans at the end of the day. They're yeah. not robots. They, they, they can't just go out week after week after week just being at the same level all the time. People are going to have dips in form. Personal reasons might mean that uh, that the players have got their minds on other things, therefore they're not going to play as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so any number of factors come into that. And I think just Liverpool, I think, as I said before, they, their, their level has just dropped slightly. Mm-hmm. And as we know from the as we can see from the Premier League table, from what fourth down to down to eleventh, where there's like eight points covering it's those very, positions. Very, very tight. It's very tight. It? But it, what that does mean, it's a very competitive league. All the teams are quite close together in quality, aren't they? Yeah. The it's just clubs. it's just a freak year, isn't it? it? Is where Liverpool have yeah. sort of run off with it. Yeah. Because even if you think about it, if you take Liverpool out of the equation. Man City are currently second on 57 points, then there's still a bit of a gap between them and Leicester. Mm. You know, there's a seven point gap there. So everywhere else, it's, it's quite exciting, isn't it? it it's is. just a shame that 
it, it, well, congratulations to Liverpool, they are running away with the title, don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's such a shame that it's not more competitive like this throughout the whole of the league. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Right, so Liverpool have won their last five games against Bournemouth with an aggregate score of 17-0. What what can Bournemouth do in order to try and change that luck? Well, I think what's uh, been shown by a couple of clubs recently, um, Atletico Madrid kind of shown the blueprint there. West Ham almost did it. Yeah. Um, And I'm, I'm convinced that West Ham probably would have won that game if Fabianski hadn't uh, had that bit of a howl mm. um, where he led it through his legs there. Bournemouth would have to be very organised and rigid in defence because, as we know, Liverpool don't really seem to have a plan B. Yeah. So when plan A is not working, which, let's be honest, plan A is... It's a fine-tuned machine, exactly, isn't it? Exactly, well yeah. Oiled. High pressing, high energy. I think Klopp described it when he was at Dortmund, it was heavy metal football, wasn't yeah. it? And he's kind of refined it a bit more when he's been at Liverpool. But they don't really have m- many players in the way of creativity, do they? I mean, you'd say probably their most creative player was Firmino. Yeah. And he is still not what you would... Cl- you wouldn't... If you, you, were, you want someone like a Coutinho. Yeah, like that's it. Yeah, we've mentioned this on mm. the show on Monday. So... If Bournemouth want to get something out of this game, they're going to have to be rigid defensively and then pick their moments going forwards. But that's not really their style, is it? No, and no Harry Wilson because it's play, he's playing against his parent club. Mm. So for me, I think it's going to be a struggle. I'm going with the 3-0 Liverpool. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to go 2-0, 3-0, something along those lines. I, 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 I'll, go, I'll go 2-0 I'll go Liverpool. 2-0. Uh, I can't see Bournemouth getting out of this one and uh, Liverpool probably trying to get back on track a little bit. And I, I think you'll see, to start off in that game, Liverpool might be a little bit edgy mm-hmm. because of previous results. You always carry, or well, players carry um, form from the previous game into your next game, don't you? Yeah. Um, but they'll get a goal. It'll probably be quite scrappy, but they'll they'll be comfortable in the end, I yeah. think. Let's go to the three o'clock games now. Uh, yeah. We'll start with Arsenal versus West Ham. It's Manchester, mm. uh, it's Manchester derby. Uh, we'll talk about that later on. Mm. It's the it's a London derby. I'm very surprised they actually put this on as a three o'clock game and it's not on TV. Well, usually, you know, they have the traditional games, don't they? Always, every year on TV. I mean, what if thinking from an Arsenal point, fan point of view... Games against Everton are always on TV. Mm-hmm. Arsenal, Everton are always on TV. Obviously, the, big, the big clubs, uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, Arsenal, United, all those games as well. And then West Ham always used to be one of those games on TV as well, as well as the Crystal Palace game. I yeah. was looking at it. And yeah, so it's, it's strange that they haven't got it on TV. However, it is nice to be kicking off on a three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. We, we do love a good uh, three, three o'clock, o'clock kick, kick don't we? Mm, yeah, indeed. So, you know, Arsenal, they are doing okay mm-hmm. in form wise you know they lost against Olympiacos we were mm-hmm. aware of that but that was the only defeat in the in this year yeah right? it, this for year. the club in all competitions and when I say this year it's 2020 okay before anyone gets yeah so to I keep putting 2019s on things but I only started doing really, really doing that recently I don't understand why I've done that mm. but uh, West Ham you know they're having a little bit of a turn in form they're very unlucky against Liverpool I think we can be honest and say that and yeah. you know they got they got their win uh, last week which was which is very very big for them. So, I think this game might actually be more of a level playing field than the table suggests. What I, I I think so. It's gonna be it's gonna be a very hard fought game as London derbies are. Mm. Um, West Ham they got the new signing Jared Bowen who by all accounts big did, fan of him. Big you, fan. You're a big fan of him, and he had a pretty decent game last time out, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, Arsenal. 
they're coming off the of the Olympiacos result last week, but before that they beat Everton, which uh, probably they were a little bit lucky to beat Everton. Um, I don't think I mean, so. I think I think I think the scoreline flatters Everton. You think? I thought th- th- Arsenal dominated that game. They just started off very, very slowly and then they just fell apart with set pieces. They conceded too many goals with set pieces. That, that is a problem. Uh, and uh, Mikel Arteta is going to have to address that. Uh, and certainly the coaching staff at Arsenal are going to have to address that. Whether that's a case of they're going to have to bring in uh, new players to be able to do that. Um, I mean, Salaba's arriving in the, in the summer, isn't yeah. he? And he, by all accounts, is quite a tall, athletic centre-half. That Pablo Mari who played yeah, on looks, Monday, yeah, he looks he looks pretty right. tall and he looks pretty quick as well. So um, it'd be interesting to see if he plays today, if he takes any part today. I mean, looking here at the papers, they don't seem to believe that he will do. Um, the obviously the major injury news for Arsenal was Lucas Torreira. Um, yes, fractured ankle. Fractured ankle, but apparently it's not as bad as first day because usually with the fractured ankle you're going to be careful about the ligaments as well haven't you yeah. but apparently there's no uh, there's no serious damage to his ligaments it's just the the bone which is broken which would mean he's probably out for the he's probably out for the rest of the season yeah. I'd imagine so but it does mean that hopefully he can recover from this um, I did mention um, about Arsenal struggling with their set pieces you know? mm. West Ham they've got a few decent players that yeah. I imagine will start today that are decent in the air you've got Haller yeah. you've got Mikel Antonio I, mean, I'm not, I think he's a bit of a fraud isn't it's, 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 it's a, it's a Diop he's quite tall isn't he powerful in the air as well what do you think about actually it's a Diop I, well, I thought he was quite a good player um, oh, right. I don't know whether he's quite kicked on this season I don't know I mean looking at West Ham's obviously position in the league is not great is it so is that a symptom of more of a wider issue that they've faced? But I certainly was a fan of him last season mm. and I was encouraged to hear that Arsenal had been rumoured to go for him as amongst other big clubs. Yeah, Chelsea well. um, apparently were going to table a, four, uh, I think it was a 50 million bid for him. Something along those lines, yeah. So um, maybe it's just a bit of a down season. You know, the was it second, I don't know, how long has he been there? I think he's been there longer like three, than two seasons. Four years, yeah, something like that. So maybe he's just been sort of like, because he is still quite young. I think he's 22, 23, he's young, that, yeah. about that, that age. So young players can through go through dips in forms and peaks and troughs, etc. So I think he's a good player there. Uh, as for the result, I am going to go a squeaky 1-0 Arsenal. Squeaky 1-0. I, I think Arsenal will concede, but I am confident that Arsenal will win today. So I'm going to go with the 2-1. The 2-1. Okay. Um, Crystal Palace versus Watford. Now, <laughs> this is... I don't think this is the easiest fixture to come off the back of the emphatic victory against Liverpool last week for Watford. No. Both teams are in pretty decent form. Well, but certainly Palace, I think, are in decent form, aren't they, at the moment? Um, or they're they, certainly... they're, they've, been, they've been picking up results and they've been creeping up the table. They're now in 12th on 36 points. So uh, they're, they're as good as safe. There's nine points between them and, and Bournemouth who are occupying the last and relegation Watford, position. And Watford as well. And Watford, but Watford are just outside it on, on goal difference. <laughs> so, Watford, this is a massive, massive game for Watford. And I think they should I think they should be looking at ways of snuffing out Zaha. Mm. Because I look, I look at Zaha for Palace, right? And there's no denying that he's, he's decent, isn't he? Yeah. But he needs to, he needs to move on. He's 28... So you know, like 27, 28. He's that age where he needs to be playing at a club of... Yeah, but yeah. because there's no creativity that, at Palace, he, he gets bombed out wide left and as soon as 
he tries to come inside or anything, they just snuff him out straight away. There's no one that he could give the ball to. Well, it's very similar to... Um, uh, it's very very similar to sometimes when I watch Arsenal play when it gets to Pepe, because clubs are like, right, well, he's pretty decent at dribbling. Yeah. We've got a few skills on him. If we focus when the ball goes to him focus like two players three players almost in that area mm. stop him from being able to be in, to influence the play in that way then we can sort of manage that situation which is exactly what happens with Palace because I mean looking at the Palace side really who else is going to be providing their their threat to goal I mean Benteke he hasn't scored in about seven years um, and Jordan Ayew, he, he he comes up every now and again with a with a goal. I mean, he did get the winner last week. He, he seems to just like creep up and score really important goals, but it's only not when, only when it's, not it's enough, needed. It? He'll finish the season with like six or seven. Yeah, but they're all match winning goals. I don't which, understand how he does it. Well, which which is a, which is good in itself because what six seven match winning goals will get you eighteen points, yeah, not twenty one exactly, points. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I. This is a tough match to call, though. Uh, it's a definitely tough, tough match to call. I don't know where to go with that one, really. Uh, I, uh, what we, I, you go first, because I'm still deciding right now. I think... I don't see Watford losing this game. But I don't think Palace have got enough to win the game. Does that make sense? So, so yeah. I can see Watford scoring. Yeah. So it's going to be something won. <laughs> <laughs> but Palace... I don't think... I'm going 1-0 Watford. You're going That's what I'm going to go with. I, I, don't think they, I don't think they've got a goal in them today. You watch Palace go slap on 3-0. Oh, God, uh, can you um, imagine? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go 0-0. Nil, 0-0. Nil. Nil, nil. I think this could be the... Last game of match can- of the day. Yeah, last game, match of the day. Can- both sides cancelling each other out mm. sort of game. Now... Um, but- the- yeah. Oh yeah. Um, last time Norwich were out, they beat third place Leicester one nil at Carrow Road, and they're going to Bramall Lane at a three o'clock kickoff. And off the back of was it midweek when they beat they Spurs beat Tottenham in the, penalties yeah, exactly. as well in the Eric Dyer, Eric Dyer madness game. I'll tell you what. Before we go into that game, let's talk about that. Okay. Um, the Eric Dyer situation. You know, I was looking in the paper. Yeah. Um, early on this morning, I'm going to find the page. Um, and um, I. I I'm still a little bit on the fence about how to handle the Eric Dyer situation. This is from Matthew Dunn in the in the Daily Mirror, and he's got he's got a piece in in the paper this morning about Eric Dyer as a whole and what Mar- uh, Mourinho needs to do to try and turn it around. Mourinho's come out and said that he's going to play this weekend. You know, we'll let the FA deal with it and let the FA decide. But he's been one of the be- he has been one of the better players for Tottenham in the last few weeks. Considering that he's been played in different positions, he's played right back, he's played centre half, and he's played centre mid in the last three, four games. Mm. What are your thoughts on Eric Dyer, and what are your thoughts on the on the situation that happened during the week? So, I've seen Twitter videos, people who were right there, at the mm. where he sort of went into the into the crowd, and it was such a surreal moment, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, I don't, I can't ever recall a player actually getting into the stands like that. I know Eric Cantona, he did the Kung Fu kick, yeah. but he didn't go into the stands, did he? He didn't creep up and yeah. No. Um, Sunday, Sunday league-esque. It was, what the other sort of surreal moment was, he had to go quite a bit to get there, didn't he? Yeah. It wasn't like it was in the first couple of rows, it was in a, Towards the back end of the oh, lower exactly. tier, yeah. wasn't it? So you've got to think. I know security can't be everywhere, but 
they were sl- quite slow to react to that, weren't they? Yeah. Um, like, the I don't, I don't know. The, the report I it was because he was he was hearing it was there was some racist chanting towards was it Gedson Fernandez? Yeah, and his brother stepped in to sort of sort the situation out yeah. and got in a bit of a scrap with this random person. Mm. And Eric Dyer seen his brother getting in a scrap, so he was ran up there. From a human point of view, you do that, don't you? Yeah. You oh know, yeah. If that's your family. Yeah, 100%. You know, if that's your family or one of your close pals or whatever, you go up there, you want to make sure you you defend your 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 family and your friends and stuff. But as a professional footballer, it's, where where's the line drawn? Do you forget about you know, it doesn't matter whether you're a professional footballer or not, you have that sort of human instinct. Like. Well, it, it, it goes down to the question, do we want our players to be robots or do we want them to be human? Mm. You know, uh, because if, if if you are, if you're looking at it from a professional outsider's point of view, you would be, you would want Dyer to ignore that. And just carry on with the game. Was it? Right, here's a question because I didn't actually see the lot instant live. Was it during the game? No, it was after. It was after the. Um, was it the after penalties. the was it after the penalties? Yeah, which it's funny because okay. he's just played engine in twenty minutes, and he's found the energy to get out there. But that's what <laughs> adrenaline does, and that's yeah. when when you're when you're that pent up, you you have no choice but to to go for it, do yeah. you? Like yeah. I've, 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 I I to be honest, I don't actually have too much of a problem with it. I don't have a major I problem don't have it. a major problem with it because at the end of the day, if it is for the reasons that you said, as in his brother was in trouble, we all got brother well, majority of us will have brothers and sisters and, you know, whether we have a real rivalry with not, if we see them in trouble, if you don't do something about it then you're It'd be not. questioned, wouldn't it? Exactly. Can you imagine that if you didn't go up there? It's like yeah. Eric Dyer's brother was in the crowd getting beat up, and Eric Dyer did nothing about it. Oh. You know, because that's you what can see. You can see the headlines being written now about yeah, it. Yeah, indeed. Back to the Sheffield United Norwich game. Um, well done to Norwich getting through. They got a tricky tie against Man United in the yep. next round of the FA Cup. Um, Sheffield United. They've been a, on a bit of a weird run of form. They're not getting the results that they used to anymore. They are eighth in in the league. If they do win, however, they will go ahead of um, Spurs, Wolves and Man United. Well, Wolves have, have got a game against uh, against Brighton. So before before Spurs kick off at half five tonight, they could go ahead of everybody there. I have a mini feeling that Norwich might survive. I think that game against... Think? Yeah, that game against Leicester and the game during the week, I think could give them enough of a kick to go forward. And they're, they're really exciting to watch. They just need to sort out their defensive qualities. I think that's the only the only thing that's letting letting Norwich down. Going forwards, I think they're, you know, they, they could be a match for anybody. Well, that's the way they want to play, isn't it? They want to play on the front foot. Mm. That's how they played in the Championship last season. That's mm. what got them promoted from the Championship last season. And the players that they had in the Championship were of a very good quality for yeah. that level. You'd like to... You, in an ideal world, you don't want a club to, oh, what's what's the word? Sacrifice those uh, tendencies. You want them to, thinking of Blackpool here. When you've yeah. mentioned Blackpool several times when we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. Norwich, haven't we? But if you're a Norwich fan, what 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 do you value more? Do you want to be staying in the Premier League and then you can build upon a build and build and build, or is it just a case of you happy guys to be yo-yoing between the between the divisions? Mm-hmm. But as long as you're playing good football, that who really cares? Yeah, um, I'm. I'm not so sure. Still, I, I, I. This will be a big. This is a big game for Norwich because if they are, oh, 
stating the obvious, but if they are to get out of it, they need to win this game as well because that will only put them within a point of Villa. Yes, um, it's but Leicester versus Villa. It, on it's Monday. more of a case of keeping the momentum going, isn't it? Mm. They've had a good result against Leicester last week in the league. They went through in the FA Cup against Spurs, so that's two good results for them back-to-back. Mm-hmm. They can beat Sheffield United again here. This has been a very good week for them, and they can carry it on at the right time of the season as well. Remember yeah. when Leicester did that? It was long a 14, 15 season before yeah. they went on to... Before they won the title. They won, was it their last 10 or 11 games? Out of their last 10 or 11 games, they won nine of them and drew two, didn't yeah. they? And they just carried that into the next season, and we all know what happened that season. So this is a big game for Norwich. However... I'm I'm seeing a one-one draw in this one game. One each. Um, I can't see beyond a one-all draw. I want. It's so. It's so tough. I want both these teams to win this game. <laughs> it's because <laughs> well, we've got a bit of a soft spot for Sheffield United yeah. as well documented. Yeah, um, I think I think but... everybody in the world has really, apart from Wednesday fans. You know, but, <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't know any Wednesday fans, so yeah. I know someone who plays for Wednesday. Oh dear! I'll play, play cricket. I'll play cricket with a lad who, who supports Sheffield United, so he might be going to the game today. So Usher, if you're watching, if you ever see, you get to see it. Have a good day. Have a, have a, good, day. <laughs> have a good day there. Yeah. Um, Southampton versus Newcastle. Um, that for me, doesn't whet my appetite. No, which is strange, because according to the guy uh, who writes for the uh, the Times, Mr Bill Edgar, that was his big match of the day, which is a bit strange, but um, apparently it's the 100th meeting between the two clubs, mm-hmm. and, um, well, it, I think it's... Is it the uh, longest distance between... Between the two, in the, in the, in between the, the two in the Premier League, or is it is Bournemouth is Bournemouth slightly lower than Southampton, meaning it? Okay, Google Maps that after yeah. the game. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they find these they find themselves right beside each other in the Premier League with Southampton on thirteenth, Newcastle on fourteenth. But I, I I don't think there's too much really riding on this game. I mean, the only the only thing that could happen is if Southampton win, and as you say, we said before the uh, before the show started. Brighton, West Ham and Watford all win below Newcastle, that could bring them back into the relegation yeah. battle. Uh, uh, it's asking a lot. I think this lot. game is going to be a damp squib. Um, uh, Danny Ings is had a bit of uh, injury issues of late, you know, just a little bit of soft tissues, not playing full 90 minutes and things like that. Gives a chance to... Uh, what's, what's the? We discussed him on uh, Monday, didn't we? Because um, it was Shane Long and who's the other guy? Martin Aberfemi. That's it, yeah. yeah. Which probably gives a chance to him. Uh, oh, but I, I think Salam's going to win this Michael game. Oberfemi. Michael Aberfemi. Michael Aberfemi Martins. <laughs> That's what I've got. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Um, I'm, going, I'm going in a 4 nil mill. I'm going 2 nil Southampton. Oh. I'm going 2 nil Southampton. I, yeah. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. And, and the last three o'clock Was the Alan Shearer derby. Yeah, is the Alan Shearer derby. Also the Kevin Keegan derby as well, apparently. He played for both clubs too. Didn't know um, Keegan played for Southampton. Yeah. There you Indeed, go. Yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of a far cry from Hamburg and yeah. winning the European Cup with them and, and, and Liverpool, Liverpool as well. Yeah. Um, Wolves versus Brighton. Now, yeah. that has got to be a steamroller there, isn't it? Brighton, have, for all the plaudits we've given them on this show from the way that they played their football, they... Um, they haven't won any. They haven't won many games this season at all. Looking at it, they've only won six games they've out of their. They've only tw- lost two games more than Tottenham, who are in seventh place. They imagine that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they've they've drawn a lot of games. Yeah, but they've only won six, mm-hmm. and I can't see anything other than a Wolves win because Wolves are flying right now. They are they are absolutely flying, aren't they? And they've got. 
difference makers at the top of the pitch. I've said this before in Diego Jota, uh, or Diogo Jota, sorry, and Raul Jimenez, who is an absolute machine. Machine as a and. I'm. I can't see anything past the Wolves win here. I mean, you watched Brighton pull this one out, but no, I can't I, see Brighton doing anything at all. No. I really can't. I don't think they're. What would, what would it? What would it take for Brighton to win this game? Um, for yeah. Mopar to find the back of the net again, uh, for Trossard to be more of an influence. Um, defensively, I think Brighton are okay. You know, they've got Duffy and Dunk there. They're both decent at what they do. Yeah. Um, but I just don't. I don't see how they will be able to handle the power of, you know, Johnny on one side if he's fit again. It might be even Agro who plays there, and then on the right hand side, Doherty because Doherty would pop up with a goal like as well. Traore as well. Traore, yeah. You know, I can't, I can't see them handle it. I'm going to three nil uh, uh, Wolves. I'm, I'm going three one. I think Brian might get, a, Brian might get, get a goal, goal, but I think yeah, Wolves, Wolves will win that one quite comfortably. Um, we'll touch on Spurs a little bit, um, but we'll touch on them as the club uh, as a whole. The five thirty games on Sky Sports tonight. It's uh, Burnley versus Tottenham at at uh, Turf Moor. Um, Burnley. You know they're up there at the moment, which is mad. You know they're uh, they're a point clear of Arsenal well, in ninth place. If they win today, they'll be they'll actually leapfrog it's, Tottenham. It's to talking about how Brighton have only won six games all season. Contrast that with Burnley; they've drawn very little, but they've won a lot of games. They've won eleven and only lost twelve, which mm. is the same amount of games that Brighton have lost. Yeah, but. The big difference between the two sides is to say Burnley are able to win more than they than they don't, uh, well then than they draw. So, which is where they find themselves in the table because looking at the team directly below Arsenal, we, we've already touched on, they've drawn the most amount of games, thirteen, having only lost six, which is second least with City. It's such a such <laughs> a weird, weird such it? a weird, um, weird weird table, but. Burnley at home, I think, are one of the toughest assignments for any club in the Premier League. They're very astute at home. They're they old are. school. They play 4-4-2. Four, four, well, the crowd gets behind them. They're always, as far as I'm aware, it's always a sellout there at Burnley yeah. as well. Our boy, Robbie, will usually go to most of the games. I don't know if he he'll be there. I'd imagine he'll be there at this game as well. So he'll be cheering the boys on. And Spurs, without Harry Kane and Son as well you think well where the goal is going to come from but that Bergvine he scored a few goals he has he? but he, he limped off during the week against Norwich okay so there could be a struggle there so it looks like it might have to be Lucas Moore through the middle doesn't look like he has much faith in Troy Parrott and <sighs> he's the only out and out striker that they've got at the moment mm. why does he not think you know what screw it just play yeah <laughs> he off Mourinho clearly doesn't fancy him, does he? Mm. I mean, he's. Um, I'd imagine that uh, Troy Parrott's spitting feathers about that as well, about not starting more, more, mm. more games. Um, <sighs> Deli Ali, remember when Deli when Mourinho first took over? Deli Ali had that real purple patch, well, didn't he? Looks, he? Well, I turned around and said he's going to be shooing for the England sign now. Well, he's gone. Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> Gav's head's gone. Um, he's again just all of a sudden just gone quiet again. Mm. Um, it, do you know what it reminds me of? Remember when Solskjaer took over United last year and Pogba had that real purple patch and then well, when, when did he went not player of the month. He got player, the year, play, he got the player of the team, didn't yeah. he? Play, 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 yeah. um, 
team of the season, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and Deli Ali is uh, just I don't recall him doing too much recently. No. Uh, I I think this will be a nil nil. I think this will be a nil nil. Uh, or I, Burnley. I think, I think Burnley might nick it. You reckon? Um, I'm going to go with a one nil Burnley. Um, it's the hundredth league meeting between them. Burnley have won thirty six and Spurs won nine, uh, 39. Uh, I just want to go back to the Wolves Brighton game as well. I just noticed. Wolves have never beaten Brighton in a top flight match. Wow. Drawing two and losing seven. Okay, well, I did not know that, but that doesn't change my mind. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't change my mind either. I mean, it's always well and good doing stats like that, but how relevant are they to this game? Yeah. I mean, out of those nine, how many of them I imagine they drew earlier this season. I can't. I don't. I can't remember if Wolves did lose to Brighton. Yeah, that was a two, yeah two all actually. It was a Sunday yeah, so game. and then they would have they would have played last season as well. So Brighton would have won at least one of those games last season, wouldn't they? So um, yeah, I don't think though it's very relevant to this game. I think no. Wolves are still going to win that. And as for this one, yeah, I I can see it being nil nil. Yeah, I got I got one nil Burnley. Um, I imagine it would be like a cheeky like Chris Wood. Yeah. Solid header, yeah. back stick. Cool. Uh, tomorrow's games, there's two. There's the Ancelotti derby mm-hmm. yeah. and the Manchester oh, yeah, derby. Course, yeah. yeah, so Chelsea versus Everton, that's two o'clock, that's on Sky Sports. Um, Chelsea have been a, a, an interesting side of late. You know, in the league, they're starting to find their feet a little bit, um, but then will lose silly games or draw silly games. So, like, they look how well they played against Spurs. You know, look how well they did against Liverpool in the FA Cup during the week, and then struggle against Bournemouth. You know, the Bournemouth, Bournemouth should have should have won last week. Lost to Man United as lost well to, at yeah, home. At home, indeed, and this game is at home. So, and you know, Everton they've only lost two games in in like since uh, Ancelotti has taken over, which is crazy. Chelsea have lost their last two in the Premier League against Everton as well. So, I'll uh, read of that as you will. Goalkeeper wise. It's all about Caballero at the moment. It's a shame that he's 38 years old. <laughs> he's, I think he's been brilliant between the sticks. I don't know what, what that, that says for, for Kepa, whether he's going to be out now. For Well, did he came into the side because Kepa had an injury, right? No, I think. It, was it, no it, it was form. Was it just yeah. down to form, was yeah. it? Well, I mean, looking here at the paper in front of me for the, um, for the Times, I think. Yeah, the Times. Um, the uh, Bill Edgar seems to think that Kepa will be actually going back in between the sticks tomorrow for the game. So mm. I know did Caballero Caballero started the game on Tuesday, didn't he? No. Um, Was it Kepa? Kepa started. Yeah. And I mean, he looked all right. I I think this will be. I think potentially this will be the sneaky game of the weekend. To be honest with you. Yeah. Where Where you going score wise? I'm. I'm. <sighs> I don't know. I I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go two all. Two I, I think piece. two two a piece. Nice exciting. Yeah, two a piece. Two, two a piece. I I can see Calvert Lewin continuing his good form. I think um, I might have to match you. And, however, I I think that Giroud has come back into the side for Chelsea. And as much as I, I'm not a big fan of him. Oh, get out, man. <laughs> Ollie G is 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 the I can li- see him, his life. I can see him scoring tomorrow. Um, Billy Gilmore was a with an eye opening performance and caught best caught number forty seven in the league. <laughs> caught Better a lot, of, caught a lot of plaudits for his performance against Liverpool um, during the FA Cup, and he looks to probably go. Uh, uh, Kante is out injured Kovacevic is out injured 
so he probably will retain his place for this game. It would be great um, if he could. And hopefully we'll, we'll, there'll be a lot of eyes on him seeing if he can re- back up the performance that he did during the week. Yeah. Everton, as I say, um, they've been quietly going about their business since Ancelotti has taken over. As you said, they've only lost twice since he has mm. taken over. I think what they're doing, they're just gonna, they're they're just waiting for the, the ideas to bed in, and then during the summer they'll really look to spend a bit of money because with Ancelotti's pulling power, um, mm-hmm. being a named rep, uh, high reputation and manager, they've got money, and they've got money to spend. Uh, watch out for Everton probably next year, but I feel like we always say that about Everton every season. Every season. What are Everton? What are Everton? What are Everton? But I'm going to all there. You're going um, to I'm going to a piece for that game, and you you were going the same. Yeah, I've, I've had to match it. I can't I can't see either team winning, but I can see the game being interesting. I'm looking forward to watching that. Uh, the big game on paper. Tomorrow is the Manchester derby. That is at Old Trafford. It's Manchester United versus Man City. It's four thirty kickoff. I once again don't quite know where this is gonna no, go. No, it's this weekend. It's uh, it's brought up a lot of games where it's like uh, outside of the Wolves Brighton game, which I think is quite a nailed on home win, and I'd probably say Liverpool game. All the rest of the games are. You could make an argument for either side to win. It's a betting man's nightmare it is. this weekend. Do not... I mean, I don't bet too Gamble much. Gamble responsibly, of course. Your man here will probably put, will have a flutter uh, on the few I'm leaving these alone. If you're a man weekend. who likes to do an acker uh, or accumulator, for those who, who don't know what acker <laughs> is, um, I would be steering clear of the Premier League this 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 weekend if you do if you like to do it just within the Premier League. I yeah. know like you... The popular ones is you, you go around the leagues, uh, lower leagues, and then across some of the European divisions. Um, but I would stay clear because this game, Man United have had a pretty... Even though the, the recent history of both clubs has been heavily skewed towards Man City, mm. Man United have actually got a pretty decent record from memory against them in the last few years. Well, well the Man United have actually won their last two games against Man City. One in the league... Um, Oh, sorry, um, two of the last, uh, two of the three games that they played against each other this season, one in the league at the Etihad, which was crazy. That was actually the first time we had the fans' TV went up there as well, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and they also won the second leg of the League Cup. Yeah. So well, isn't it? This this seems to be a fixture actually. Thinking about it as well, that the away side team has a better record again in recent mm. history than the home side. So Very City, true. Man United have lost their last three home games against Man City. There you go. Uh, but then, in uh, alternatively, Man United have gone to City and won their. Yeah, they picked up. They picked up results there. Um, so, if you're going on history, you're probably looking at a City win. Then, um, I I think this might be a draw. I, I think this might be a draw. I've, I've got a predictor league at work. I can't remember all the other results. That's the thing. So I'm doing this off the cuff, but I do remember putting down um, that I think Man United will win this 2-1. Okay, so uh, I would if they are to win this 2-1, Bruno Fernandes is going to have to pl- keep playing at the level he's been playing since he's joined How, the club. What, inf- what impact has, has he had? Um, he has had a very positive impact, not just for the team itself, but the fans as well. Mm. Uh, we know from being in a, in a group chat with some of the fans, they are uh, very, very excited about what he can do for their club. He mm. will pr- and the, the reason why is because he, they've finally got another goal threat for midfield. So somebody who's going to score goals, assist goals, and just 
be able to dictate play, which is what you want from your midfield dynamo. Yeah, okay? exactly. Um, and if they are to get a result out of this game, then he needs to be the one who is going to do it. Yeah. Um, um, Bruno is shown as a leader. This is a quote from, from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Bruno has shown that he's a leader, he's a winner. He doesn't take 99% as good enough. That's the type of person that you want at Man United, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if, if your manager's saying that about you and you've only been there, what, a month, six weeks? Yeah, a few then, weeks. Um, it bodes well. He's, he's, clearly, he's got some leadership qualities to him as well. Um, so, who who knows? He might be uh, soon... Was he Was he captain at Sporting? Yeah. Um, he was only 25 as well. So, uh, so, he's got years to go. He's, watch out for him. I mean, I don't know who the United... Cap- Club captain is right now. I is think it it's Maguire? Is it Maguire? Mm. Is it okay? So um, since um, Ashley Young left, since Ashley Young left, so I, I think he's a good player, and but I, I see a one-one draw in this one game. each, one each in this game. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that. Well, no, I said we've got, we've got one, 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 one le- game left. Do we? that and put that in the in the old uh, in the old mirror. Um, but yeah, Leicester versus uh, Aston Villa. And that's the Monday night's game. We'll be t- touching more of that on the on the on the review show of of of, of that game as well. But Leicester, they've only won three of their last twelve in the league. That is not top four form. Mm-hmm. I think they're lucky that they started off the season so well. And Villa, they could really do with getting a victory because they're in the relegation zone. They're two points shy of um, of safety. Mm-hmm. But once again, well, they 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 advanced past past Leicester in order to get to the League Cup final, but they were both draws. They were both one all draws. So where where can you see see that game going? Well, that would suggest both clubs are quite closely contested, despite their positions in the table. Yeah. Um, personally, I would say that the, probably the best player on the pitch. Well, the best player on the pitch in terms of form and also probably ability is playing for Villa in. Jack Grealish. Yeah. Um, he would have to get special attention from Leicester uh, from Leicester to stop Villa. Uh, but the problem is, who's going to finish the chances off? Um, for, he can't do the whole job. He can't do the whole and job. That's, that's why I always put Madison above. And I'm not, it's not that when I, when I say that people are thinking I've got a lot of vendetta against Jack Grealish. If it's for the England side, I'm saying take Grealish and Madison. Oh yeah, you, you know all, it's all not day. about yeah. whether you know. I just think that. Madison is better because of the system that Leicester play. It's mm. as simple as that. You know, if if Grealish had better players around him, he'd be able to be a bit more free further up the field. So if he was able to do that, then it would be brilliant. But at the same time, they're just too they're too much in a position where they can't they can't rely on their midfield actually helping them out in any way. You know, McGinn hopefully should be back before the end of the season. They reckon he might be back in the next few weeks, but that's been a major loss for, for Aston Villa. You know, Macamba, one day he looks like a world beater, the next day he looks like he should be playing in the local park. You know, and then Douglas Louise, you know, he's got a big ping in him, but what else has he got? I understand why Man City let him, let him go. Uh, yeah. Exactly, Villa's. And that's why Villa have struggled this season because their goal threat has been pretty non-existent. Yeah. Wesley's turned out to be a bit of a dead baller. Yeah. Um. 
And I think the injury actually helped Villa. The injury to McGinn was a big one because we both are fans of John oh, McGinn. He's a giant player. Um, on Parahan the other hand, he's like a championship player. He's a very, yeah. very good championship player. Yeah. But I don't think he's got the quality to play in. And on the other side, yeah, Leicester are going through a bit of indifferent run of form. I, I, I think that maybe teams have might have figured them out a little bit, potentially. Mm-hmm. I still like, really still like their midfield, though, of Ndidi, Madison and Tillemans. I know... Um, he, uh, Dennis he, Price has been playing quite a lot of games. He, he's been, play, been playing a lot of games as late. Maybe Tillemans has suffered a, a loss of form, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Because he would be the kind of replacement. But... I don't. I don't know this. I. I. I think Leicester will probably win this game. I Leicester. Think Leicester I think need to win this game. Yeah, if they yeah. don't win the game, I think that they'll be looking. Up, they're looking over their shoulder. They're looking over their shoulder, and they. Yeah. Still with ten. I mean, with ten games to play, they they are comfortably in the Champions League places because it's eight points between them and Man United in fifth. But Man United are on form at the I th- moment. I, don't, I think. Know. I think. I, if, I think from memory, I think Leicester have got quite a tough run into the end of the season, I mm. think. So, yeah, they're going to need to pick up some points here to yeah, stop there. Yeah, they do. So what, what are you going score-wise? Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Leicester. 2-1 Leicester. I'm going to go one apiece. One apiece. Third one apiece of the okay. season. Okay, um, well, that, that's pretty much it. I suppose the one oh, last thing is about... Corona? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about coronavirus. I feel like we've got no choice. Yeah. Um, it's It's... You know, Wait, it's show, dominating. Show, show, show the uh, show the viewers. The uh, um... oh, it's yeah, it's, it's dominating, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so oh, I feel like James Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Lockout. Uh, so yeah, emergency uh, emergency meeting to discuss if the Premier League should abandon, um, and then OAPs could be banned from grounds as well, which I think is I don't think they'll be allowed to do that because of discriminatory purposes and yeah. things like that. But I understand what they're what they're trying to do. I understand yeah. where they're coming from. It's a major meeting is um, a major meeting will thrash out uh, British sport and could cope. Uh, if, do you know what? I've never been able to read on on camera. <laughs> Should we try that again? Yeah. Yeah. A major meeting will thrash out how British sport can cope with coronavirus outbreak, including abandoned Premier League season. So yeah, they're they're having I, I think that's in the worst talks. case that's the worst case scenario, but it would be quite funny if uh, Liverpool's best season in years and the league gets abandoned. But they'll probably they'll, they'll, they'll do like a Duckworth Lewis yeah, method um, style, you know. Like <laughs> but I think that what will happen is they will probably follow what's happened over in Italy. Yeah. Where I don't know if anybody uh, or those who don't know, but in Italy they have uh, the government or the sporting body, the Syria, have decided to play all games for the next month. I think it is yeah. behind closed doors, as in no fans are allowed to go, just the teams, the match officials, and anybody yeah, involved in that like particular game. game um, yeah. And I don't know. Are they being? Are the games still being shown on TV? That's a good question. Actually, I'm not quite sure. I'll have to find that out. Um, but. For the next month, anyway, there will be no fans in attendance at any Serie A game across uh, across the whole of Italy. So, the, I think if they do decide uh, if coro- if the coronavirus outbreak still continues to spread in this country, I think that's where they'll go. Yeah. I think they'll. I think they'll. And I think that's a wise decision. As much as that would be an annoyance to fans, because well, why should I have to be punished for somebody else who might have the virus? But in a time like this where it's such a almost like a widespread panic almost isn't it it yeah, feels like yeah. it's a film almost it is <laughs> they will make a movie out of it at some point because you know it's just mad how the whole world is like just 
just panicking. I had someone delete me on Facebook the other day um, because I reported about what there was a case in Northampton and oh. people were going, oh, it's fake news. And I was like, no, it is. And then they confirmed it in the local paper <laughs> and asked for an apology and someone deleted me on Facebook. <laughs> hey, don't shit the messenger. <laughs> um, well, tune in over the weekend uh, for the for the review show. The details of that will be on our page, so you'll be able to tune in and listen to that. Um, it's also available on Spotify and Apple Music. You go to www dot podfollow.com slash two up top football whatever phone you have it will find the podcast link for it so if you tap that in and you've got an android it will take you straight to google music if you've got an iphone it'll take you straight to apple music if you've got neither it will take you straight to spotify or the rss feed which i think is really damn clever yeah so is. yeah um hope you've enjoyed the preview show thank you and goodbye yeah